Hey there. I'm Liza. I'm Riz. And this is the Little Sleep Much Reading Podcast. Finally, from so little sleeping and so much reading, his brain dried up and he went completely out of his mind. Hey, guess whose birthday it is? It's Shakespeare's birthday. I'm like, who's? I'm like, I know the answer to this, so who's supposed to answer? It, the audience. Yay. It's like Dora the Explorer. Okay, love it. You just wait for it. No answer. But it's Shakespeare's birthday. Shakespeare, that old guy. Do you think that Shakespeare is one person or yeah. many people? One person. one person. One person. What do you think? I think he's many people, or I think he's one person who was very inspired by other people. Yes. Yes. I don't know why I have such a, I really enjoy Shakespeare as an entity. And I don't know why it kind of pisses me off when people are like, there's no way it was one person. And I'm like, why is there no way it was one person? Like Stephen King is one person. Right. Like, James Patterson. Well, James Patterson is is not one person. But I don't think, I don't think that Shakespeare was a James Patterson situation. No, I I don't either. I think he wrote all of it. And also theater is a very collaborative effort. And so it's very possible that like his little merry men like helped him make the plays what they were. Mm Mm-hmm. But I think he was one guy. Right. And, you know, I also think, like I said, he was inspired by other people. And I I don't mean that he, like, necessarily stole things. I think he was a little bit of, like, like, for example, did you read the intro for this book that we just read? Uh, Yes, I did. Okay. In the intro, he was talking about how Shakespeare borrows or whatever and how he pretty much stole Romeo and Juliet completely. And he stole this pretty much completely, too, because Hamlet, the Prince of Denmark, was a story before Mm -hmm. him. But have you seen that thing recently on TikTok about how everyone complains about Romeo and Juliet because... Julia is so young and Romeo was just in love with Rosalind and all that other stuff. Right. Okay. But like, what if he did that on purpose to like make fun of what like, because it's so obvious that Romeo is like fickle. You know what I mean? Like, it's just so clear. And I'm like, there's no way he could write that and expect us to still be like, oh my god, such a love story. No, I think he wrote it and was like, this is really friggin' funny. You have to then wonder if everything is supposed to be kind of funny. Mm -hmm. Because Hamlet's kind of funny. Hamlet is great. Hamlet is hilarious. And so it's like, was he 
just like poking fun at these things that had occurred. I think so. Because also kind of with the histories as well, we have like, well, the histories are maybe a little bit more serious, but like King Lear and Richard III aren't real histories, they're fake. And those are kind of like outrageous. I don't remember too much of it, but I, I'm i pretty sure when I read Julius Caesar, I thought it was funny. Yeah, so right, right. So it's very possible that like he was always just like, this is hilarious, let's go. Yes, and like quite gay. Quite, he was very gay, um, very gay. He is an interesting guy. Did you know that, first of all, we don't even know his birthday. We don't even know his birthday. He was definitely born in April. But it's kind of just guessed that he was born on the 23rd because he was baptized on, like, the 26th or 27th or something. Hmm. You wouldn't have been, like, baptized the same day. But you would have been baptized only a few days later. So the general guess is that he was born on the 23rd. But the other crazy thing is he died on April 23rd. So he's one of those authors that was born and died on the same day. That has happened a bizarre amount of time to famous writers. Why is that a thing? I think that's so weird. That is so weird. I want that to happen to me. I know. I was thinking the same thing. I was like, I would love to die on my birthday when I'm like old, obviously. Yeah. There's no better way to like claim your birthday than to die on it. Exactly. That's so cunty slay. Um, the other fun thing I like is that we can jump back into him being gay too, but I think he did really love Anne Hathaway. And my favorite thing about them is that she's like, was quite a deal older than him, which I think is just iconic. Hell yeah. We love that. I didn't know that. She was born in 1556 and he was born in 1564. So she was basically 10 years older than him which I feel like was rare for the time period. Mm-hmm. So we they got married. Cougar. I know. They got married when he was only in his 20s and she was in her 30s. I love that. So that's kind of slay. Um, but he was a homosexual. He was a bisexual, we think. I think we think he was bi. What do you think? He's definitely something. He's some, he's some kind of fruity, okay? We've all he's read the so sonnets. Mm-hmm. That was very LGB of him. Very LGBT. Um what's uh uh what is it? Is it much to do about nothing? Where the girls dress up as men? That's Twelfth Night. No, it's not. I'm thinking of a different one. Oh. So he has more where the girls dress up as men. Yes. Cause we so, love it. He loves it. He loves drag. He loves trans people. He I mean, he was always doing drag because back in the day You women, had to. Yeah, they had to. Women couldn't even be in the place. So men would dress as all the female characters, which is so iconic. It's also just funny because then it's like, in the case of when 
the women characters have to dress up as men, then it's men who are dressed up as women dressing up have to dress up as men. (laughs) It's also just like so funny and tells you so much about like the time period because they said, okay, women aren't allowed to be in the play, but men are allowed to kiss. Right. Whereas nowadays with this awful country we live in, people would be like, women are allowed to be in the plays, but the men are not allowed to kiss. The men cannot be smooching. They'd be like, the men actually can't be dressing up as women. Shakespeare would be so upset by all the awful laws going into place about drag. He really would. Did you know that Hamlet is his longest play? Oh, I did not know that. I didn't know that either. As you like it. That's which one I'm thinking. Of. Oh, wait. As you... They cross-dress in As You Like It, too? Mm-hmm. That's crazy. He loved that. He loved a little moment. He, he probably thought it was so funny. He, he <laughs> definitely did. He definitely did. I love Hamlet. It is my favorite Shakespeare. Fun fact about me, senior year in studio class, I made our professor mad because I said that I think that you could do away with most of Shakespeare except probably Hamlet. Oh, I remember that. Hamlet is my favorite too, which I guess is like not at all a hot take because it's his most like famous play but also people who like really like Shakespeare would like prefer to pick a more like obscure one and so they're like oh I don't like him and I'm like okay but Hamlet is like kind of cunty slay Hamlet is so funny it's so funny it's so funny my Hamlet is just a fuck boy literally he's a whiner He's, He's a drama wine. queen. Drama queen. Um, his little boyfriend is gay. Gay. Horatio's gay. I and love Horatio. He's my favorite character. He's my favorite character. And if I like, had a son, I want to name him Horatio. Really? Yeah. That's so fun. No, Horatio's so slid for that. Rosencrantz and Guildenstern are gay as well. Gay. They're gay together, whereas Horatio is gay for Hamlet. Yes. I feel like Ophelia's brother is a little bit fruity. Yes. Um. Speaking of which, we just ordered a new Hamlet retelling book into the store, and I'm really excited to read it. That's fun. It's horror, too. <gasps> I would love to read that. I'll let you know what it is. Yeah, let me know what it is when you get it in. Um And... What else? What's your favorite scene? I was just having this discussion with my sister the other day. What's your favorite scene in Hamlet? I don't know. I like the end. I like the the duel and the drinking. I think all that's really funny. Yes. Because it just all goes wrong so fast. But I also really like the play because yes, Hamlet literally being like, I'm going to reenact what happened to my dad and see if my uncle freaks out. Like, 
It, it was so, so silly goofy. No, the play <laughs> is one of my favorite scenes. But I was wondering if this was going to be your favorite scene too because my sister and I both said the same thing. It's when he stabs through the curtain thinking it's... I thought about that. I thought about saying that one, but I'm like... Just like, <laughs> he's such an idiot for that. Also, Polonius is so stupid for like being like, let me go hide behind the hide in the curtain. Like, what an idiot, bro. But the play is so funny. Yeah, the play is so funny. Um, yeah, and it's a ghost story. I wonder if that's why we really like it too. Because it's just a classic ghost story. What's not to love about a classic ghost story? Here's another question for you. Mm -hmm. Do you think it was actually a ghost? Or do you think it was all in his head? I think it was an actual ghost. I do too. I do too. And that's another thing that kind of pisses me off. When people are like, it wasn't a real ghost. He imagined it. I'm like, okay, bitch. Well, you can live in your little realism world. And I'll live in my ghost world. Do I think that Hamlet is silly, goofy, and a little bit nuts? Yes. But but I not because he's like certifiably crazy. I think that I think that he's an idiot. Yes. <laughs> he's he's simply he's just like a young idiot and He's friggin' a rich prince, so yeah. he doesn't have to think about anything his whole life. And suddenly his dad's dead, and he's like, oh, I gotta think about everything now. Right. And I mean, if my dad's ghost came to me and was like, I got poison poured in my ear by my brother, who is your uncle, who is now married to my wife, your mother... I would be like, okay, I'm going to go a little bit crazy too. I'm going to go a little crazy. I would also think of crazy ways to act out, I think. Yeah, I think so too. Because he really is just a kid when you think about yeah. it. And all he wants to do is get laid and it's not happening. It's not happening. So he's having some problems. He's having a tough time. It's cut him some slack. And he's basically put into the situation. Like, his dad is like, you have to get revenge. And he's like, well, shit. Okay. Yeah. So. So that's kind of funny. It's hilarious. The whole thing is very hilarious. So what did we read? We read a sa the same book that is actually a different book from the other book that the person read, but it's the same book, but a different story. Mm -hmm. And that's that on that. We read To Be or Not To Be by Ryan North, which is a choose-your-own-adventure version of Hamlet. So fun. So fun. I could have played this, like, several more times, I think. Mm-hmm. It was hilarious. It was hilarious. In the best way. Ryan North is like a comic book writer, I guess. Really? Or like a comic person, 
and I was looking at him up he has like other comics like he writes a lot of like um he writes the Adventure Time comics. T. That's fun. Um, and he has another Shakespeare one that is Romeo and Juliet. But it was just so stupid in a good way. This mm-hmm. book. And I'll tell you one more thing that I wanted to talk with you about that I really liked. Did you catch that if you played as Hamlet? And you followed along with all the little skulls, you could get the full story of Hamlet. Yes. That is so nice for kids who couldn't really read Shakespeare. Because that was a big thing in high school. Like, some kids really just couldn't understand it. Which is Mm -hmm. why, like, it's a very complex language. It's like... It's a new language. It's a new language. Like, you have to really, really concentrate to be able to understand because you have to basically, like, translate it. And that's really hard to do for a lot of kids for a number of different reasons. And so I'm glad there's a book like this that they can buy. And it's obviously way more fun than reading the Spark Notes. And you can still get the entire story of Hamlet without mm-hmm. having to... Um, you don't you're not going to miss anything. It's just going to be told in a different way, which I think is really nice, actually. And and also, like, how many times have you read Shakespeare, and then you came into class and you're like, so this is what's happening, and your teacher's like, yeah, but did you understand that that was a joke? Right? No, no, (laughs) I I didn't. I was actually trying, focusing too hard on trying to figure out what the fuck was going on. Right, and like, I can't. I can barely read it as it is. I'm not going to be able to understand puns and deflections and tones and all that other stuff. Like, it's right. just not going to happen. It's no. not going to happen. I remember, too, specifically with Hamlet, I think the other reason I like Hamlet so much is it was the first time I feel like I read Shakespeare and really understood it. Mm-hmm. I was, like, proud of myself because I feel like I, I it was, like, the fourth Shakespeare I had to read for school. And it was senior year. And so when I read it, I could actually like translate it like live in my head, if that makes sense. And I just remember being like, whoa, I get it. (laughs) Hamlet was the first Shakespeare I ever read. And I read it in eighth grade. Damn, this is hard for an eighth grader. But like my teacher was so good. Yeah, she was so good. And she like walked us through it really step by step. And the whole time I was like, this is gold. This is so good. Golden, bruh. So the real gag with this book is it's a choose your own adventure and you start by choosing your own character. So not only are you going to get a different story than the original story, but you're going to get it from a different person's perspective, which I also thought was really fun, especially because like Shakespeare did not care to flesh out Ophelia um, in the way that he probably should have. So even though it's like comedy and satire, when you get to play as Ophelia in this book, it's like you're getting more characterization of Ophelia from this than you did from the actual text, which I think is kind of funny. It's a little LOL. Who did you play as? 
Who did you play as? Well, the first time I played, I played as Ophelia. Okay. And the second time I played, I played as the dead dad. I played as the dead dad. So let's maybe talk about... I, okay, I think we should do this. My Ophelia story was super short. So mm-hmm. I can do Ophelia first. And then do you want to do your dead dad? And then I'll tell you what happened with my dead dad. Okay. Yeah. Yes. But we did it a little bit different because like when I ended the first time, it was really, really soon. And I was like, I wanted to play as the ghost. So I got really mad. So I just went back and then choose the opposite decision. And I went like that a couple times. Like if I would go to the end, I would go back a page and then choose the decision again. Oh, okay. That's you should walk us through the whole thing. Okay. And then maybe you'll walk through one of the ones that I the one I did. Okay. Because I made decently far as the dad. And then I did actually play one more time as Hamlet. And then even when I played as Hamlet, I ended up being the dad again. Interesting. So that was kind of funny. Um but yeah, I played as Ophelia the first time. And Ophelia, I basically just made the story good by mm-hmm. playing as Ophelia. So whatever happened was let me find it. Where are you? Um It starts the same way we see Ophelia start at the beginning of the book, the real story. And like when like Laertes comes to her room and basically like calls her a slut. Um, so in my decision, I like basically had Ophelia like yell at him for calling her a slut. And I was like, no, bitch, don't do that. And then, so that already changed like the trajectory of the book. Um And then Hamlet comes in, and in my story, Ophelia goes to see the ghost with him. Like, I went along with his tea. And basically what happens is, while they're waiting for the ghost, they just start, like, hooking up instead of actually waiting for the ghost. And they miss the ghost arriving and then they none of the drama ensues because they didn't get the memo from the dad that they need to seek revenge for him and so they basically just end up getting married and then it ends up that Claudius doesn't produce an heir so then Hamlet gets to take over the throne in a few years anyway and they have their own kid that will take over the throne and they live happily ever after. And the other weird funny detail was like, like Ophelia is like a scientist and she like figures out how to make a like thermometer to gauge temperature in the castle, which is like just an unnecessary detail. But like, I thought it was so funny because like halfway through the story, it just started, it, I learned out how a I, fi- I learned out, I figured out, I learned how thermometers work because Ophelia was just like crafting a thermometer. Um, so they live happily ever after and she's like a scientist and she like patents and sells her thermometer 
and then is the queen and they never have to go through any of that strife she obviously doesn't die he doesn't die and um but yeah that was my ophelia story that was it that uh, that was the end wow that's what i mean like it was just the most efficient version of the story that there could possibly be Mm -hmm. like that's the way you know how those there's those memes that's like this is this is harry potter if harry had a gun yes or like this is like lord of the rings like if they just the eagles came to take them to mount doom Mm -hmm. like this is hamlet if everybody just didn't wasn't fucking stupid correct (laughs) so that was the end of my first story literally it took me like five ten minutes ten minutes to do um so the other thing about this story is that like I don't know if you kept track of this. I tried to, but again, like I wasn't getting very far. There is um like XP points along the way. Wait, you get XP points? Yeah. So like in the beginning when you're choosing your characters. Yeah. It says, like, for Ophelia, she's got plus one bonus to science and a minus one weakness against water. Oh, my God. So I kept track of all that. And then certain things that I would do, it didn't happen every single time. But, like, certain things, it would be, like, good job. You get plus one this, plus one this. Or it would say, like, plus 500 XP because you started a new quest. Bestie, (laughs) I can't believe I totally missed that I that is so funny I was like writing it down and I was like this doesn't matter like I don't have to keep track of this I literally don't know why I am but here we are here we are um so I picked ghost dad hamlet yeah um oh I should say during the acknowledge the not the acknowledgement during the introduction there is a choose your own thing and you could either go to page one and choose your character, or you could just turn to the acknowledgments instead. And because I'm me, I turned to the acknowledgments. Yeah. And read that. And then from there, you have an option to read more about the acknowledgments. You have a couple more options. One of the options was, I want to be the author. So then you flipped, oh. and then you read about the author. And then you flipped back to page one to pick your character. Obviously, I picked Hamlet Sr. Um, and I have plus one fighting and leading men into battle and plus one naps yes um obviously i died and became a ghost yes um but i i just woke up from my nap dead so i couldn't figure out how i was dead so i had to go and eavesdrop and listen to people but i'm was not in i wasn't in norway right I was in, where Where am I? So you weren't in Denmark. Oh, you were in I was in Norway, right. Yeah. So I couldn't understand them. So then I was like, I, I went around and I was reading people's diaries because I guess that the written language is quite similar. So then I could understand people. And I found a lady who was writing about this weird day that she saw a king taking a nap in a garden and a man pour poison in his ear. So I was like, I'm going to wake this lady up and figure out what happened. So I woke her 
up and asked, hey, what was about this thing that you wrote in your diary? But I forgot that we don't speak the same language. So she screamed and ran away. And that was the end of my first one. And then I said, okay, let's try this again. Um, because she would never talk to me again. So then I went back to her and I went back to that previous one that I was just at. So I did a redo and I woke her up with a note. And um, turns out this bitch speaks Danish. And so it makes the first option that I picked a little bit silly because if she could speak it, then why couldn't she understand me when I was talking to her? Whatever, annoying. So she explained to me everything. And then I got plus 500 XP and I started a new quest, which was revenge yourself on Claudius. So um, I waited for a boat back. I arrived in Denmark. I eavesdropped on my brother and his wife. And then I was like, hmm, I'm going to kill my brother. Wrong decision. Um, although, right decision. Because it ended for me, but it ended good where I killed him. I, like, went into his body and made him explode. Yes. Um, And then my the rest of my ghostly life, because my brother was taken care of, I completed my quest, was me um, being a ghost who killed criminals. Yes. And that's how I lived out the rest of my ghostly life. Um, But then I went back, and I did that one again. So instead of me killing my brother, I decided to have Hamlet kill my brother. And it was like, why wouldn't you just kill him? And I said, because... And then it asked me, it said, okay, well, once you kill your brother, what are you going to do? Like, like once Hamlet's killed your brother and your quest is complete, what are you going to do with the rest of your ghostly life? And it listed out a whole bunch of jobs and they were all going to the same page. So I was like, I'm going to both pick the job of being a sex worker um, and a, a tamer of ghost dinosaurs. Yes. And that was the wrong decision also to pick because it ended me because then I started focusing on my ghostly jobs that I wanted to do and decided that revenge wasn't the thing to do. <laughs> so I just lived my life as a ghost doing my ghost jobs. So then I went back and I focused on revenge. Um, So I went to go ask Hamlet if he would kill for me. And then it made me become Hamlet. Oh, okay. So then I had to be Hamlet. So then I gained um, 3,500 XP and a new quest. Hamlet kills Claudius. So I have 4,000 XP in total. Just so everyone knows. Yes. Um, then obviously I had to go meet with Horatio. Then obviously I had to go nap. Then I met Ophelia. Then I started like taking my clothes off but Ophelia was like what are you doing and I was like I don't know and it was like either tell Ophelia that you're gonna go murder Claudius or just go do it and I was like I feel bad for Ophelia I'm gonna leave her alone I just disturbed her so I'm just gonna go kill him so then I went to go kill him and I did and it ended and it said I was a great Hamlet so then I was like, all right, we, we did right. some nice interviews. Let's go. That was my um, experience as ghost Hamlet to Hamlet. So you ended up having like an efficient 
journey as well Mm -hmm. every time quite a few except the first one except the first one so my when I played as Sir Hamlet the first time I had the same thing I like woke up in Norway was like what the fuck happened I'm trying to talk to this lady I'm like writing shit down on the paper for her and she's like I speak Danish um and then I decided to swim across I took the boat you took the boat so I decided to swim across and while I was swimming across there was a pirate ship at the bottom of the ocean so I went and explored that pirate ship for like quite some time And then I could have kept exploring the bottom of the sea because I was like having a lot of fun. But instead I was like, no, I literally just got to go to Denmark. So I posted up in Denmark and I jumped in Claudius's ear and I exploded him. And then I was an exploder as well. Um, But when I turned out to be him again, it was through Hamlet. So I started as Hamlet regularly does. Mm-hmm. I I literally played like the real like him asking like Claudius if he can go back to school um and then but instead of the whole um saying <laughs> saying you're more than kin and less than kind breaking the fourth wall mm-hmm. in a classic Shakespeare way I said you're not my real dad and stormed out of the room oh, yeah. um And then I went out with Horatio to find the ghost. And this is when things got a little cuckoo bananas because, um, what did we do? We played solitaire for a while, me and Horatio. No, I played solitaire while waiting to go outside with link up with Horatio. But then, um, 268 I just I I'm having trouble remembering exactly how I became Hamlet's dad so bear with me 268 um the ghost showed up we looked at the ghost and my Hamlet I decided to have him black out mm-hmm because I think that would be a Hamlet thing to do. He's a pussy-ass bitch. Correct. So I had Hamlet pass out because he was so scared of the ghost. Mm -hmm. And then that gave way to um, the dad, me becoming the dad. Nice. And instead of waiting for Hamlet to wake up, he's like, I'm just going to tell Horatio instead because this is I'm this is boring I'm not gonna wait for Hamlet to wake up after he just passed out so I told Horatio the whole tea um and I it says so he says hey you say listen Horatio right listen don't freak out when Hamlet wakes up can you tell him that my brother murdered me and tell him I'm looking for a little revenge and Horatio's like, yeah, that's fine. I'll tell him that. And like, if he doesn't want to do the revenge, um, then that's fine. And so I basically just like shimmer away. It says, you fade away in a shimmering light, certain that with Hamlet's intensity and Horatio's probable competence at actually achieving goals, 
goals. You'll be revenged in no time. What could possibly go wrong, right? This most assuredly is 100% solved for real. It's too bad you couldn't stick around to watch the revenge and go down. But hey, you don't make the rules. Um, and that was it. Isn't it so great? It's so funny. Like, I was like, oh my god, wait, this just keeps going. And then it was like, no, actually, you told Horatio about your quest instead, and you just have to hope he's going to pass it on, and now you can, like, pass on to the other side. Hilarious. How do we make this, but in a spooky horror book? Yes, I would love a horror choose-your-own-adventure. That would be so fun and so scary, too. I wonder, they should really do that more often. Yeah, they should. I understand how it's probably hard, really hard with an original story. Because then you really have to come up with everything. We're like, but this, it's kind of just like filling in the lines and like taking creative liberties. Right. Right. I think it's so funny. I'm also trying to think about how long you could last in this because like n- neither of us lasted like that long. No. I guess the only way to last the whole thing would be to follow along accurately. Mm-hmm. Or to keep going back. Or to keep going back. But like it just proves to you too how stupid these stories are. Like there's a Romeo and Juliet one and I'm I'm sure you could solve the Romeo and Juliet problem so quick. Yes. Like, not all that drama has to happen, okay? <laughs> silly Goofy. The most silly Goofy. I, I also just so love that you can't read this linear, lin- linearly. You like, can't you can't. Linearly, yeah. If you go from one to two to three, you're jumping all over the story. Right. It was really cleverly set up. Mm-hmm. And I love that after you finished each story, you had to flip to a picture and it like was a funny illustration. I thought that was cute. We love that. The portion of fucking Shakespeare, of the real Hamlet that feels like choose your own adventure is when he goes on the pirate ship. I hate that part of the play. It's so stupid. I don't know why he added that in. Snooze. It makes no sense. And I literally, like, for a whole few scenes, I'm like, what are we doing? Mm-hmm. Did you ever read Rosencrantz and Guildenstern are dead? No. I would like to read it. I would love to read it. I, I wanted to read it literally since I was, like, 15, and I've never done it. And isn't the whole, like, shtick is that they're, like, in, like, the afterlife, like, just playing ping pong back and forth the whole play? Is it? I think so. I love that. They're so they're so funny, Rosencrantz and Guildenstern. I feel like there's a lot of funny one-liners in Hamlet. So many. Oh my god, there's one point where it's the actual play, and he's like trying to get this guy to like play the lute, and he's like, I beseech you, like, please play the lute. And I remember reading that the first time and literally pissing my pants for some reason. I thought it was so funny. 
<laughs> it's too good. Too good, bestie. But yeah, that was our little choose your own adventure with To Be or Not To Be by Ryan North. Did you like it? I liked it a lot. Did you? I really did. I would so play again. I'm going to take it to Nick's house and make a drinking game out of it. <gasps> That's so funny. But like, I'm not really sure how to, but I'll figure it out. That's such a good idea. Because I think he'll think that this is really fun, too. What was I going to say? Was one more thing about it? Oh, yeah. Would you suggest people buy this book? Yes. Me, too. I just saw a part in it where you become King Claudius. Ooh. So I'm like, I wonder if you could be Horatio at a part. Oh, I'm just slipping through it. I can't stop looking at it. I have to close it. It's so fun. Thank you, Ryan North. You fun friggin' guy. Such a fun guy. A fun guy. Um, I want him to write more that's like more Shakespeare. I think that would be funny. Or like other classic literature. Like imagine like a picture of Dorian Gray where you can choose your own adventure. Mm -hmm. Like Great Gatsby. Great Gatsby. Oh my God. There's so many you could do. Every time you die, you have to take one shot. Not die. Every time it ends, you have to take one you have shot. To take one shot, and then you have to start again. And every time it switches characters, you have to take a sip. Oh, that's a good one. What else could you do? I mean, you could really get crazy with it. You could be mm -hmm. like... I was trying to think, I was like, every time Hamlet is stupid, you have to take a shot. But that would be, you'd be out of it, queen. Mm -hmm. You'd be gone. Too good. That too is too good, bestie. Good. Hey, what are we doing next week? Next week, we are pooping and peeping around. Just We're kidding. pooping and peeping, okay? We're going to be reading poetry. Poetry with a special guest who loves poetry. Miss Lexi Anderson. <laughs> yeah, guys, April is poetry month. So we're going to squeeze it in right at the end of the month and talk poetry with one of our favorite poetry girls. Mm -hmm. I still don't know what I'm reading. So it's just going to be a surprise. A surprise. Yeah. I've read my book already. Mercy's ahead of the game. It was just too good, and I really wanted to read it. Um, so I'm reading some nonfiction poetry. At least that's what I'm going to consider it to be, because it's true crime poetry. It's called Into the Forest and All the Way Through by Cynthia Paleo. That's so cool. Very much so. I'm really excited for you to talk about it. Can't wait. 
yeah, you'll just have to come back and hear about whatever Lexi and I end up picking. Because Lexi also, I think, has a bunch of options and can't decide which one. So I might do what I read last. Did lit, bleh, I might do what I did last year and read two and then pick whatever one I feel like I can talk about more. Right. Because poetry books are so easy to like finish. Mm -hmm. Unless they're really bad. And then you're like, I got to put this down. But I don't think either of the options I picked are going to be bad. I think they're both going to be really cool. So we shall see. Cool poetry only. And that's kind of all they wrote, I think. I think so, too. We will see you guys next week. Bye. See you next week. Thank you.